fantastic. Um, it is an absolute pleasure to speak with you. Thank you for taking the time to do oh, this, especially. You, and I apologize again. I'm normally very on time. I was 100% sure it started at 11.40. I'm so sorry. My time, no, of course. No worries. Uh, obviously, we're so close to the release of the new album, Time. So it is an incredibly busy period. So let's start there. How are you feeling at the moment? Feeling good. Um, there's a lot of work work with every release. Uh, we are trying to put together um, a good amount of information out there. So this is what me and you are doing right now. And this is why we are here together today specifically. Um, it is definitely very exciting times because uh, we are very, very proud of this album like never before. And we, to be honest with you, we couldn't wait for this release to happen as soon as possible. So tomorrow is the day. Um, I don't know when this interview comes out, but tomorrow is the day. So um, getting nice and excited. Maybe I will even celebrate a little bit. <laughs> yes, it's so close. As you say, is the time of recording. It's out tomorrow. And it's been a long build, a long process, of course, that comes with releasing an album full stop. But it can be a very lengthy journey. Has it been a fun one overall for you? Yes, it, it's it's been a very fun journey. Uh, it always is because composing uh, is something I really love doing. So um, I always love the time where, okay, we are um, in the recording process or in the composing process. Let's say composing process comes way before recording process. Mm -hmm. And I love that because it is so unpredictable. We never know what's going to come out. It's not, we never plan it to each detail. We might plan certain like things that we want to keep together uh, for this record, but that's about it, you know? And it's it's seeing it and being part of the process of building this, uh, it's quite fun. I'm glad, I'm glad because as I said, it can be so long winded that it can almost get a bit tiresome. But as we get closer, you start getting reviews, you start reading more and more comments and they've all been so positive does this go some way to easing your mind as how the full album might be received yes oh yeah of course that helps a lot to know like the first uh the first impression the first reactions they normally are some of the most important in general mm. they might not be uh the final uh like people that get to react let's say on one or two singles uh in a positive way they might listen to the album and be like ah those two songs were probably my favorite and this album is not what i expected or vice versa they can have be like ah they are quite different with these singles but when they listen to the album they're like i adore the album my first impression was not correct it happens mm -hmm. to me as well when i listen to certain bands you know that i like and follow so um the only thing that i'm asking here as an artist as a musician and i'm sure i speak on the behalf of every musician out there make sure to give that try and don't always rely on that first impression because um the ch the choice of a single is often you know just in our uh, reality the best choice because of what that's how we relate to those songs it might not be in your reality the best choice of the single that actually does describe the album but in this case with me and you right now it's quite different because we released five songs already which is half of an album almost mm -hmm. so the reaction of people uh, being so amazing and so positive gives us so much hope because they've heard half of the album 
almost right the the fifth single came out yesterday and uh even though it's a completely different song than anything we've released before uh i barely even scream in that song and and the message of that song is like so different um that still it was so um uh, well received and yeah. there's i still uh, am uh um you know trying to read the comments because I didn't have enough time to be everywhere and read everything but so far it's very positive and I have a very good feeling this album is going to be one of the favorites out there out of our discography I know yeah. it is for me for now <laughs> I think that makes a lot of sense because time it is infected rain through and through yet it's also a showcase of who you are and how you got to this particular point in time was this the vision you had for the album initially? Uh, you mean the, the main theme, the main vision of the album? Yes. Yeah, or... so when you when you first when you first said, okay, right, we're gonna work, we're gonna start putting some time in and we're gonna see what we come out with, did you have a clear vision of what you wanted time to be? Not necessarily, no. And as I said, we we don't always plan it to the point. Maybe some bands do. Uh, mm. but we never do we uh, we might plan a few things that we definitely want in this album but that's about it everything else it's a surprise for even for us because when my musicians compose the instrumental for a song uh, or a so-called sketch of an instrumental for a song and they send it to me they have no idea what my vision is going to be uh, you know with the, what lyrics what is it going to be about and yeah, I'm gonna, am I gonna uh, scream, sing? Am I gonna uh, rap? I don't know. They don't know. I don't know either. And often I just, I just go with the flow. I do have a few ideas as well when it comes to lyrics, and I write them down or I record them. Um, and sometimes I do like to stick with them because I like them so much, or I think they deliver what I want to say in the most perfect way. However, I also try not to have expectations or too many things planned. I feel like the element of surprise is so much uh, more needed. And um, then, you know, it's it's not quite like, you know, writing a scenario for a movie or a scenario for a music video where you have to plan certain things in advance. Otherwise, you will forget to shoot certain angles. With the album, it's not quite like that, at least in my opinion, it's not. However, already around the when we had like three or four songs that were already complete and they only needed to be polished, let's say, we already knew that the direction this album is going, give or take, that we are gonna have uh, new sounds, like for example, uh, our guitar player picked an eight string guitar. So for some mm. songs, he he goes in a different tuning. Uh, it was, you know, with the eight string guitar. Also, we have a lot of trip hop and electronics, which we did before as well, but nice. not in this quantity altogether. And I really, really like that. I absolutely love the 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 few songs that have this almost like Middle East, Middle East um, um, themes in music and and, and instruments and, and and um, you know what I'm talking about mm. with the song return and with the song uh Paura, which is the continuation of never to return by the way um so so i don't know i feel like we've introduced something new but did we plan it necessarily on purpose not really we just went with the feeling 
of it. Do you remember uh, at what point, as you say, so you've got these ideas floating around, you're hearing instrumentals, you're thinking about your lyrics and how you're going to sing and what you're going to put on it. Do you remember when you started to think, okay, this is, this is what this album is beginning to look like. This is what it's beginning to sound like. And it is going to encapsulate everything Infected Rain have done and been to this point. I mean, yes, of course. But uh, as I said, this this um, sensation or this feeling can be already uh, palpable at mm. a level of like four or five songs because you already know, give or take, what are you doing already so far? And um, that being said, I'm, I can only speak from the perspective of a vocalist, me specifically, because even putting get a room full of vocalists everybody probably has their own way their own vision on the same music even sometimes so i can obviously only speak about myself but when it comes to my musicians that part could have been uh interesting to 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 know because um you know it, it's quite uh it's an interesting question that we should probably ask our the musicians because mm -hmm. they definitely set an atmosphere with the music and I don't ap apply anything if I don't have music so I'm definitely based on what they give me they give me a mood they give me a melody they give me a guideline and then I create around it and I'm glad you kind of you mentioned uh, never to return and I I'm glad you did because um, that's a great example of time of where you still surprise surprise even me uh, and i know your entire body of work over the past you know many many years and of course infected rain i've always experimented you've always been an experimental band trying new things did you have any lines in the sand when it came to experimenting or was it quite a free let's see what works kind of situation do you mean still uh, lyric wise uh, it can be lyrically it can be how you sing it can be anything oh, you know, from so, the so instrumental side Sorry, I didn't uh, I didn't uh, understand if you were referring to the music video itself or to mm. the song. So if you're referring to the song, I that, it's very very interesting because okay, so a little bit a steps a small step back um background a little bit background history. My father and his entire family is Armenian. Um him and my mom they met in Moldova and uh, you know they um just stayed together. And Armenia, just like Moldova, um, it's an ex-USSR country, which means besides their local language, they were forced to learn Russian. And Russian is the only language that my parents spoke between them because they didn't understand each other's languages. So I grew up in a multi-languages, um, multilingual family, I'm sorry. And eventually I also uh, got to know the culture of Armenia and the, the language itself because for years I lived with my father in Armenia when my parents were splitting up. And uh, even though it wasn't quite my decision, I was a child and uh, it was a quite difficult time in my life. However, I'm very grateful for that experience because I got to experience, learn and fall in love with the local culture, mm -hmm. which includes many um, ethnical instruments, local instruments, local um, uh, view on music in general. And, and I loved that. Even as a child, I never had a musical background. I never studied music, but I always was attracted to music. And for some reason, developing this love 
for so-called Middle East uh, sounding instruments, um, it, it carried on with me in life. The reason I tell you that is, is because with Infected Rain, I actually attempted uh, maybe at least twice to bring something like that vocally. And it was never the right time because my musicians didn't like it. They were like, ah, oh, this doesn't, this doesn't fit here. Well, this mm. doesn't fit, which, which I totally, totally agree. Didn't like, but I tried because I wanted to incorporate something like this. And now all of the sudden out of a blue, Vidic sends me never to return in its um, still raw uh, state. And I'm like, ah, oh, there it is. The song I've been waiting for. I need to, so I was so excited to compose for this song. So excited. I don't know now how I succeeded when it comes to adding that sort of ethnical, uh, unique um, melody with my voice, but I did try my best to at least garnish what he brought mm -hmm. instrumentally and keep that, you know, like, deserty somewhere maybe not even this planet type of instruments and stuff like that like yeah <laughs> it it really does stand out on an album of standout tracks um where uh, it feels like there it must have been a a really comfortable a, a journey completing and making the album but also there may have been many challenging moments from your personal perspective as a vocalist as a singer, what were some of the more challenging parts of creating the album overall? Actually, I had a, a health issue, a very serious one that needed to be taken care of when I was a child and it wasn't. Uh, it's not a secret for many uh, that uh, actually do follow the band that um, last year I had a surgery on removing my tonsils. Uh, it's something that we get hereditary when they are um, bigger than the, the size they're supposed to be and they don't work properly and they cause a lot of health pro problems. Now, with those bad tonsils, you 99% uh, of people get chronic angina, which is a heart issue. Now, that throughout years and throughout my life became worse and worse and worse. And unfortunately, uh, I was forced to... Um, so-called forced, of course. I was uh, forced uh, to follow the rules about COVID vaccines uh, if I wanted to get back and travel for, for work and not sit home for more than two years. And those made it even worse. <clears throat> so my last vaccine impacted my heart even more and I have an actual disability when it comes to that. And um, it is very hard. And finally, I spoke with the band and we found a, a small little gap where I could go and take care of this uh, tonsils as well because they were only making things worse. Mm. And it, it it came to the point where it was hard to um, be on stage an entire show without like serious heart problems. So I pulled the trigger and in December of 2022, so in the end of 2022, I went through this surgery, which can be quite brutal for an adult. And I had to recover. Now, I was very nervous about this because I've heard that many vocalists that do it professionally and had to go through this uh, surgery did feel differences um, after healing. Now that was not promising because I didn't know the differences would, would they be for the best or for the worse. 
but I needed I, I knew that if I wanted to continue to play shows without painting on stage and calling the ambulance after every single show I needed to do something so I pulled the trigger and did it now thanks to my vocal teacher Melissa Cross she's also my dear friend I was able to uh, work on my voice a lot and I was able to believe in myself again because in the beginning you barely can talk like I didn't speak for eight days in a row I took like a actual no speaking uh, and then slowly I started including those muscles and so on the reason I tell you all that is that I never had to be concerned about these things with prior albums and based on what everybody kept telling me including my producer my vocal teacher and my bandmates everybody thinks that my voice changed for the best and I have more capability and probably even more stamina to to do what I do so this recording process of this specific album I went through different uh, stages of uh, emotions some even fear uh, because I didn't know what to expect and but I was trying my best to work hard and to be good to myself and not too harsh to myself and uh, yeah that's what I did and eventually I actually recorded two albums one with Death Dealer Union and one with um, Infected Rain give or take in the same amount of time. And um, that Diller Union came out last year, which is a band I joined for as a side project here yeah. from LA. And um, this album is coming out tomorrow. So I believe that there is a change. I feel the change in my stamina for sure. I don't know when it comes to actual sound, if there is a change. I think people that listen to the band are, um, the ones to answer this, but absolutely, this is something that impa impacted like big time my um, composing process. And like, I didn't even know what I'm capable of anymore because I didn't know what is my body gonna have at least the same range. My vocal cords are gonna have at least the same power or or is it gonna be worse, you know? Yeah, it seems like more. Call it a crazy coincidental timing. So we do a series called Track by Track where we take older albums and we we run them through in video form track by track. Anyway, we this very past week did 86 uh, at nice. the same time as obviously listening to the new album and then planning to speak to you. So listen to 86 and then, of course, time basically one after the other shows there is some changes in your in your voice going forward but it's not like it's wildly different or it's lesser as you said or anything like that in fact thank i look at a track like vivarium um yeah those screams i i, I hear in my sleep that's how terrifyingly <laughs> strong those are um so it certainly seems to have worked out well in the end thank you thank you no, I mean, 12 tracks, obviously, on time, a variety, a great showcase of um, what Infected Rain has. So I'm quite interested to sort of see what listeners think of certain tracks that haven't been released. Something like, I don't know, A Second or A Thousand Years, for example, just because it's quite cinematic. Yeah. Um, but from your, your perspective, is there a specific track in your album that you're really interested in seeing the reaction to? Yes, uh, Absolutely. I can't wait for people to react to the song Pandemonium, uh, which is actually a song that uh, 
we shot a music video for and it will come out after the album release uh, as another gift um mm. probably visually one of the best um looking videos in my opinion we went all out for production and it it just visually it's so interesting i loved i loved being part of it um the song itself is literally about the the life we live in all of us the entire nation the entire planet the life that we are in right now the this this insanity that we call normal <sighs> and and how how crazy and how um depressing that is really um yeah we we poison ourselves and we get poisoned and that's also normal so basically around this is pandemonium built and i feel like it's a, one of the heaviest song songs on the album i also really really can't wait for people to react to paura paura means fear in italian and it has a an, an intro in italian uh, as an homage to my family and my sister that actually uh, gave me a book long ago about fear and how it destroys our lives. Um, a book that I read multiple times, a tiny little book. Um, and yeah, I, I got inspired to, to, in a way, continue the thoughts from that book or to share my thoughts about fear itself and, and how much that really affects us. Um, when it comes to the electronic outro that you just mentioned, it's actually really interesting because not many people know about it, but it's actually our intro, the way we start the shows. And we've been using it last year for almost a hundred shows. Hmm. No one knows. It's actually part, it's everything is connected and led slowly to time. Um, probably because as it starts up and the lights come down, the sound of people screaming and cheering uh, drowns <laughs> it out. Um, because, of course, Infected Ray means a hell of a lot to a lot of people, even more year on year, even more, I think, once this album is fully landed, you touch hearts and souls, up, offer up cathartic music that you can feel, but also, you know, lose your mind to. Go a bit crazy, should you choose to. And I know this because I consider myself one of these people and know plenty who say the same. The power of what Infected Ray offer can never be understated. So I wanted to ask you, from your perspective, what does Infected Rain mean to you? Oh, it's everything to me. It's most importantly, in the first place, it is my medicine. And um, the, re the, the moment I realized that for myself, that is the moment when I knew that I need to do this for as long as I physically can. Because nothing helps me um, as much as infected rain and um there's so much i can talk about this and and it, it will all lead to the fact that i try my best to heal through sharing and being as transparent as possible with my audience about my fears my disappointments all kinds of emotions that i go through in life some of them are very painful very <laughs> And um, the moment I realized how much music heals me, mm -hmm. I knew that I will have to give that transparency to the audience 
if I want them to to see the real me and to feel the the same thing I feel from my own music. So yeah, it is infected rain. It's my medicine for sure. And I think for a lot of people as well who listen and, of course, see you live, uh, big tour coming up end of Feb throughout March all over Europe and into the UK. You're playing my city, London, yeah. the Roundhouse. Oh, uh, nice. Is, That's be our last yeah. show. Yeah, it is a spectacular venue. I love that place. Um, okay. And I wanted to ask, because I consider Infected Rain two halves, your live and your studio, put two together and you get this, you get this giant Um would you agree with that? How much of Who Infected Rain comes from your live performances? Yeah, I, I think that our live shows deliver a lot. And some, some of the people kept telling us that live shows deliver even more than the CDs do, actually, when it comes to emotion, when it comes to connection uh, and uh, interaction. Some of the people even compliment us being even better live as musicians. Now, obviously, that depends on the venue, that depends on so many aspects on tour, every show is different. And mm. even if you see the same show every day of a band on the same tour with the same lineup and same track list, I guarantee you that you are going to witness different shows every day. Because so much more depends on um, out, um, outside factors. Now, that being said, we do love uh, to play live shows. That is where the cathartic uh, effect actually happening is happening on stage more than in the studio. In the studio, you go through it. Yes, sometimes it's very hard. You take a moment, you do it again and you do it again. And, uh, uh, you know, you did it. The record is recorded. Now try and go through that emotion every day on stage. That is the challenge. And that is what mm. we are trying to accept and show people and give people. And of course, um, there are many ups and downs during shows. And, and there's many things that I had to learn to do as a musician uh, when it comes to being surrounded with so many people and stuff like that. But nothing, nothing, even the biggest fear of uh, crowds or or um, not liking being in, in, in certain environments or it, no fears at all can overcome the, um, the healing process that is happening on stage. So it's, it's so rewarding. It's so, yeah. Um, also, I, on that front, talking about the live, I want to mention Bloodstock in August because it's my personal go-to festival and you're playing nice. it. Um, and obviously the festival is a huge, big deal for a lot of people. Uh, what does it mean for you to play Bloodstock this year? Oh, I was jumping around the house when I found <laughs> out, to be honest. There are definitely um, quite a few um, events like festivals uh, or even venues that uh, have become iconic um, throughout the years. And they they become like a milestone. For a band it's it is important it's like part of your resume hey have you yeah. played you know Vakken? have you played rock and ring have you played bloodstock you know what i'm saying and in adding this to our so-called resume obviously there's no resume that a, a band is holding but like just knowing that hey this is where i saw you or this band played on this iconic stage it means a lot you know even though often events like that are insanely difficult 
difficult for musicians because they are there's so much going on mm -hmm. you don't have normally enough time for sound check line check or to just uh, you know avoid certain uh, technical difficulties to like make sure everything works prop properly you're not given enough time on stage and so on there's so many but at the same time is so rewarding you go on this gigantic stage even if you play in the smallest stage on a big festival i assure you you're gonna have big audience and it's still a big stage so so never get discouraged uh if you're a musician and you get to play at this event and you know um yeah the amount of people that can see you all at the same time it is so important for the career of a musician because um, these big gatherings are gatherings of people with different taste, with a different uh, age difference, cultural difference, and it's so, so awesome to connect everybody through your music. Yeah, I think Bloodstick's excited for you to be there as well, um, and the general buzz when you announced uh, seemed to suggest everyone is very excited for you to be there. Um, it's far away right now, but it'll come around soon enough. Um, yes. Before we wrap up, uh, Lena, we have a section, and this is Ozzy Osbourne, and in his head are random cards, random questions about anything and everything, many submitted by other bands and artists. I'm just going to pull some out and throw them your way. They're random, okay? Yeah. Okay, first thing. Uh, what is something you just find so boring, but others tend to love? Hmm, never thought about it this way. Hmm. Um... I don't know, like, uh, I, I find quite boring TV games, mm -hmm. like, um, you know, like TV shows that are actual games that involve people, like, you know, oh, yeah. the people uh, are so interested in those, and I never was. Hmm, okay, yeah. all right. Yeah, I was, like, I don't hate it, but I'm never gonna watch it or sit around. For me, it's like, okay, I have stuff to do. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, this is a good one, considering what we've talked about on the, uh, this interview. What country or culture has the best food, in your opinion? Italy, hands down, <laughs> hands down, hands down. People should learn from their cuisine and, and the ethics of the foods. Fantastic. Uh, okay, what is a memory that always makes you smile? Um... I think a memory that pops up in my head quite often, especially when I think or talk about my family, is a memory about me and my sisters um, opening my, uh, uh, you know, our mother's closet when she was not home, and trying on all her dresses. Oh my God! And we would like pose and uh, like do the walk of like <laughs> like we are models. Oh, that was so much fun. Oh, fabulous. Okay, <laughs> this is a good one, considering of the Italian connection. Does fish belong on pizza? Fish doesn't belong uh, as food, in my opinion. Sorry, Ooh. I don't do animal product for many years. Of course, years. of course, of <laughs> course. That is, that is a well-known fact about you. Um, okay, last but not least, then, what is one thing about the music industry that you'd change if you could make it better for everyone? Um, so much. <laughs> mm. Um, I would first of all, and that's again, I'm without being prepared for this question. First thing that came to my mind, 
would be I would love people to stop already concentrating so much on, oh, this is a new thing, women in metal. No, it's not. It's been out there forever. Maybe mm -hmm. not in quantities that it is right now, but because you put an emphasis on it, that's why it's a big deal. And it's not a big deal for us, at least for me. I don't, I never consider that I am like one of the few that started this new thing in the early 2000s where women were in metal. Women didn't have many type of jobs in the 20s and 30s. It, it was something that just, it's history type of thing. It's not like someone right now specifically doesn't give women um, a job because they're the gender. Or mm. if we are talking about metal, we should stop talking about it like it's a specific different genre. It's yeah. not a different genre. Who cares what's in your pants? You know what I'm saying? Like, to me, growing up, like as a teenager, getting into metal, metal was always the most accepting place. No matter what age you are, what ethnicity you are, what color is your skin, what language you speak, and specifically it doesn't matter what's, you know, your gender. Why does that matter so much? It has to stop. <laughs> well put. Uh, I couldn't agree more. Um, the term female fronted insert ban might be one of the most infuriating things um but it's, yeah. as you said it's not like it's a new infuriation it's an infuriation that's existed for no, a no. very very this is for a very long time and trust me out of like every 10 interviews maybe one don't ask me that question and thank you for not asking that question how is it to be a, a metal uh, a, a female in a metal industry i don't know how it is to be a male so how can i answer I seriously, stop asking that question. <laughs> Thank you very much for watching. If you'd like to see more content like this, please consider hitting the subscribe button. It is gratefully appreciated. You can find us over at gbhbl.com, our full website, where reviews, news, and so much more goes up daily. We're also on all social media platforms, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, threads, at gbhbl. Just search for gbhbl and you will find us out there. We also have merchandise on sale. You can access the shop via the website.